Hello, and welcome to Roll for Topic, a roundtable discussion about topics related to running role-playing games. I'm Chris Salzman. And I'm Andy Rao. And welcome to our Build the Dungeon Spectacular. We are joined by special guests, John Corey and Kyle Latino from the Splatbook. Say hi. Hello. This is the sound of my voice. Oh, good. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, for those of you who have never heard one of these before, um, every year around the holidays, we like to build a dungeon live on air. And then the next episode, we run the dungeon live on air. Um, this has been quite fun. I think we've done it. I don't know. Andy, how many times have we done this? 14, 15. Four, yeah. 15. <laughs> Andy is stuck in a Groundhog's Day yeah. of his own making. <laughs> Andy's done this 10,000 times yes. in his own mind. Yeah. Uh, I think the very first one we just had Kyle on. And then since then, it's just sort of a, a yearly tradition that we uh, get John. I, and uh, this is my favorite time of the year. Yeah. Uh, I, I started asking about this in October. Yeah. <laughs> I just get so excited for these episodes. Yes. Yeah. Super they're fun. super fun. I love them. Last year it was Old West, right? That was yes. super fun yeah. to come up with the Old West. Yeah. 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 But, so let's just recap quickly what we've done. We did mm-hmm. one that was Old West themed. Mm-hmm. We did one that was like space comedy horror themed. Yeah. Horror. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else? Was that there it? There was one in a, a time traveling library. Oh, that's <laughs> the right. library. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Good. That was I remember a, that with yeah, the that face was, spider librarian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If there's any any of them that um, we've done that we should write up, it's probably that one. <laughs> that was a, that was a pretty good. Good one. And then I think the very first one was uh, some yeah. fish creatures. Yes, it was. So, yeah. Oh, yes. The Fishwife yeah. Inn. The Fishwife yeah. Inn. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So really fun. You, you can go back and listen to those. Um, it, it makes good uh, for good. Like I'm driving across the state of Michigan to get to go back to someone, someone's house for the holidays, you know, you just throw that on and, and listen to us for three hours, you know, kind of jabber about, about games and stuff. So, um, okay. All right. So before we got on this call, um, we all agreed to a general theme that we're going to go with for the dungeon that we're making this year, uh, just so we don't do that, you know, for the you know the next half an hour. <laughs> um, so we are going to do, we'll just call it, we're just going to do like a red wall style adventure, right? So we're going to do anthropomorphic mice and small woodland creatures. Um, and Kyle has uh, pointed out this game called Mouse Ritter that I think we're going to try to use as sort of our, our system that we're going to use, or at least to give us some nudges here and there about setting and direction um like that so does that sound sound good to all you that sounds amazing does indeed cool it has my blessing okay good (laughs) i'm glad you have have your blessing (laughs) yeah um yes so uh we are okay so my role in this is that i'm probably going to be the one that's running this thing next time so i will be bringing us back down to reality as much as possible Um, Andy's going to kind of keep, keep us, uh, on track as far as time, <laughs> time is concerned <laughs> and direction. Um, and I guess John and Kyle, I guess, what are your roles? Just, uh, just to are, go, to go big and go, go, go loud. Machines. Yeah. yeah. We're here machines. To, yeah. That's good. Yeah. We're just going to give you all the greatest ideas. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I was just throwing some out right before we started yes. reading the credits and everything. So yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, I have a great affection for Redwall. Um, I think all of us on this call do. I don't know. I guess I shouldn't speak. I, I was just yeah. confessing to Kyle before we started. I've actually I haven't read it. I try. Uh-huh. I read some of it to my son. Okay. Uh, when he was young, because I wanted to get him into it. Um, yeah. But I, I, we didn't read the whole thing, and I have not read it myself. I'm a little old for Redwall. Mm. Uh, when you were reading Redwall, I was reading Conan the Barbarian. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's like, yeah. There yes, you have I was the, the, the blade. I was, I, was, I was solving the riddle of steel when you were really reading books about mice and making cakes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so if so this mature. begets a little sword and sorcery, you know why. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've never read Redwall either. Uh, mm-hmm. Actually, you know, I'm, 
I think my main reference for this sort of thing would be like the secret of Nim or something. Mm -hmm. This, yeah. 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 And I'll, maybe, maybe I'll just explain really quickly what, um, uh, what uh, Mouse Ritter is. It's really close. Secret of Nim is, is a perfect touch point. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a little bit more like uh, Swords and Shields than Secret of Nim is, but the idea is that these, you know, these mice are intelligent and they have societies and conversations and they can speak with other animals, though for, for no real reason at all, the other animals that they can speak with do not like wear clothes or, or anything like that. <laughs> right. Like um, the mice wear clothes. Yes, but they are in the but 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 Mouse Ritter also has um lots of really wonderful little uh, uh wonderful features in it. Like they have magic casting system and it's it's classless, it's all inventory based. So depending mm-hmm. on what stats you have and what bric a brac you're carrying with you, that's what you do. You're not like building your character. And there you have magic tablets um that you recharge by doing things in the world. So in 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 order to like recharge a um your fire spell, you have to like burn that tablet for like mm. three days or something like that. That. Okay. So it's like really, it's really kind of like it gets you. You're you're not just like oh I I rest. We put the whole story on hold so mm-hmm. that I can get all of my stuff for the the final encounter. You actually have to do kind of solve these little problems and, and these these little puzzles in order to get all your cool magic back. That's so yeah, cool. it's pretty and, red stuff. And you were also mentioning that a big strength of the system is that you 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 only have like four hit points, right? You only can take a, a couple hits before you're down. So if you want to take on an eagle or a raccoon you have to have many mice to yes. help you yes, yes. Okay. so there are there are certain certain levels of creatures that you you actually have to like get a bunch of npcs and like rally the troops to go okay. take care of a house cat or something like that or yeah. you are kind of doing what you're supposed to do in you know uh, the osr or old school play um that harkens back to the days of gold for xp and all mm-hmm. this kind of stuff where you're supposed to cleverly avoid uh, a, a big battle you are supposed to kind of um try try to try to solve the problem uh without putting yourself in danger uh mm-hmm. and the fun part is you know if you're in the human world even something like getting to a key and 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 unlocking a door is like a harrowing adventure <laughs> yes. it's a cliffhanger style <laughs> yes, adventure yeah. and you you're gonna need help in order to do it so mm-hmm. you you don't kind of have the same problems of of some Dungeons and Dragons campaigns where you know it's just like well you send the special person who's going to do well to do yeah. it because everybody needs to be on deck and I, yeah. I don't know it's, it's it's a good vibe and it's a really fun mm-hmm. uh, fun game to play yeah no so I like what, it. about yeah. the setting and and maybe about the mouse spreader setting or maybe we can do something you know we can do whatever we want I guess for our adventure here but yes we can. are we yeah. thinking is the world that the PCs that the mice inhabit is it is it like the human world like it so are they mostly engaging with like human locations and artifacts and things or is it just like an all animal world like so i'm trying to think like if they're going to go invade like an enemy tribe of mice something. are they mm-hmm. going to attack a mouse castle or are those mice in like i don't know the basement of a shop 
Like, yeah. what's the vibe? What does Mouse Ritter do, Kyle? Not that we need to necessarily. Mouse Ritter is very much it, you are you are kind of usually around somebody's farmhouse mm-hmm. or um, or a kind of like a small suburb or something like that. Like uh, modern so, modern day setting. Yes, yeah. Okay. So you the mice are kind of like in in this mode of. Um, of, of swords and sorcery while the rest of the world is, is contemporary. And I think that's the fun of it is like okay. you get to, you get to think about like the, 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 the interesting challenges of like, how do mice solve a, a mouse trap? Like these mice are intelligent, but they kind of go a little like Monterey Jack when they see cheese. So maybe mm-hmm. it's like, okay, make a wisdom save. If you see like one of these, you know, there's a peanut butter trap out there. What are you going to do? Uh, all that kind of, it, it's like, it's, it, it plays with um, images from real life and recontextualizes them. And I think that's, that is a lot of fun as opposed yeah. to painting a completely alien landscape or something you've only seen in movies. It's stuff you're very familiar with, but you're seeing it from a different angle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's really cool. It kind of, it also reminds me of uh, watership down. As yes. Well. Yeah. Yes, definitely. hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I like that a lot too, mm-hmm. um, because I, because I like the, the framing of our world through an alien lens, right? Our mm-hmm. world is weird if you're a mouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, though maybe what we're really playing is um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Just... <laughs> yeah. yeah. So can we take a minute or two and before we dive into the nitty gritty specifics of our dungeon, what are the what are the delightful things or the, I guess, the, the defining experiences of this genre? Just in case we might want to try and leverage some of that in our adventure. So I, oh. I have two things I'd like to say. One is, first of all, in the Mouse Ritter rulebook, uh, there is a section at the beginning called Mousy Names, which <laughs> is absolute delight. There are names like Azalea, Evans, Basil, Thorn, Tunneler, Winterholm, uh, which is so the names are up. So it's got to be sort of, uh, I want to say, precious is a negative connotation, but something... Mm. The, the mice have to be sort of uh, – the mice cannot be ironic. We're not talking ironic mice no. here, right? They're like little hobbit mice, right? They're earnest <laughs> and sincere and friendly, and they just want to lead the good life. Yeah, um, yeah their name is Azalea, but they, they like that because they like Azaleas. Yes, yeah. exactly, yeah. exactly, yeah. Um, and then the other thing I had was uh, – take me back to your question, Andy. I've lost the thread. Just what are the, what are the delightful things about the genre? Oh, yeah, so, so that's one of them. And the other thing is sort of – a sense of wonder at all these things in the human world, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like the tractor must seem like a terrifying miracle. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's, it's harvesting all this corn or whatever, but look what it leaves behind. We could, we could have an adventure where we're following this gigantic, terrifying thing and it provides sustenance for us with its leavings or whatever. So I think uh, sort of crazy wonder at all this technology that we don't fully understand. I, I would say that there's also um, some of the juice of the genre, and now I'm thinking about uh, Rescue Rangers for the first time in years. Oh boy! <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but uh, like there, there are kind of like uh, uh, you you get these sort of like small societies of these critters that are kind of 
building their modeling their whole society off of the human world junk right mm-hmm. so like yeah. having having you know access to uh, 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 a supply of bottle caps like actually mm-hmm. makes you like an arms dealer or something <laughs> yeah. like that right you, like you can make you a have... house out of a out of a discarded milk carton you know is this, like, is this gonna be yes. mad max but just with my <laughs> yeah right like yeah. I mean, but there, there's but there's like you you now you have like all the shields that yeah. you would need right mm-hmm. so like even even just like picking through the garbage kind of gives you access to things and like your whole kind you can you can kind of yeah do this almost like not quite mad max style but in that way where like you know you have the people who make the bullets are kind of like religious zealots about making bullets mm-hmm. and the people who 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 have the gasoline factory their their whole life is about protecting protecting that gasoline mm-hmm. and and you can kind of extrapolate and go like okay so what do what do what do centipedes who like live in an old jewelry box what are they all about right yeah. like what do they think of these strings of pearls that kind of resemble their own body shape yeah. it's like are they trying <laughs> to become these things do they worship these things these these like costume jewelry pieces as venerated saints mm-hmm. you know like that that's the kind of stuff i like to get into <laughs> <laughs> well you know it's interesting about that though to sort of tie that together what i think they think is interesting about humans is humans are provide them with with the wonders of their world and are also completely terrifying like yeah. There's, yeah yeah there's there's both of those things going on do okay so i want to make a call right now will will a human ever show up in this adventure or is it just the it's the human human lives and stuff are sort of yeah right like so their their garbage and stuff is there are we going to actually have a human in this in this adventure if we did it should feel like a a giant from nordic mythology though something incomprehensibly large they couldn't communicate with it they couldn't talk to the Mm -hmm. human it is a it would be like a force of nature in this case yeah like a yeah like some kind of they, they would never interact with the human you know directly but it it could be it could be some kind of an obstacle or its behavior could present some sort of an obstacle mm-hmm. yeah I, I would i would have this be a situation where it's like the the doomsday clock like if you make a big noise or turn on the lights or like you know like then you move the clock forward and then the humans will come and then the jig is up right everybody is going to scatter um but I think I think really it's just like having them be a, a looming threat is more interesting than having them show up. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then uh, uh, I think really like kind of like abandoned spaces uh, or or ill uh, or not often trod trods in spaces like basements or laundry rooms or barns or sheds, mm-hmm. um, crawl spaces, that kind of stuff is is sort of more interesting because then then it's like you're nearby, so you can kind of threaten the presence of the human. There, there's reason to have all the human bric-a-brac around, yeah. but you don't necessarily um, you, you can spend all your time going to the 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 um, uh, you know the the costume jewelry worshiping centipedes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm wondering if you want those in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just just saying. First yeah. idea. It's a good. Yeah. It's a good one. Uh, Andy, I don't know if you remember, but like uh, probably a year or two ago, we actually did an episode where we designed a small adventure for a mouse. We did. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Oh, in, yeah. I'm trying to remember what the. It was at like a game store or something. Yes. And. Yeah. Uh, and like the key image that sticks in my mind is like the mice scurrying around like on the game table trying yes. to help the 
trying to secretly cause somebody to lose or win or something. Yeah, it was, it was a 40k match was going on. That's right. I was just trying to blend in. <laughs> yeah. So I like, yeah, the that. humans would yeah. look and the mouse would freeze yes. like a little miniature yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. and hope not to be noticed. Yeah. That's amazing. Uh, so that, that was a fun episode. I, I That one really sticks out to me. But I think the, the thing that I, I take away from that is that it it made it way too complicated to have the humans sort of trying to interact with the mice. Yeah. So I think, yeah, John, you're right on. It's got to be this like, yeah, frost giant from <laughs> from somewhere right. has just shown up. Yeah. Like that. Um, okay. So it sounds like we need one or two abandoned spaces for sort of the, the meat of this to happen, happen in. So like Kyle, I know you had, you had mentioned you've already designed something in a barn. So I think we should just not do that for your sake. No barns, <laughs> no game stores. Yeah. No barns, no okay. game stores. Uh, yeah. Guys, what are other interesting places where um, I guess humans were and have left or, or are going to come back? <laughs> yeah. I am. Um... One thing that left immediately to mind is like the pantry or the kitchen, right? Because there's all kinds of, there's all so many things to interact with in a kitchen or a pantry. And it's such a uh, a great a play thing that mice would do. The other one is I always get mice in my garage. Um, they find, they, they find like little spaces to hide out and build little, like I have a tarp, you know, for leaves or whatever. And I put it away up in the ceiling and they... They just freaking love that thing. So like, yeah. <laughs> like a, like a place where that, that would be a place where humans don't go very often, but when the humans do go there, it could be hugely disruptive. So yeah. you almost like a, a disused attic. Yes. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. My mind is going all, yeah. To, I was thinking attic as well. Like what are places where there could be a really uh, wild diversity of junk, like mm-hmm. of various sorts. And it would make sense. So like, yeah, an attic. Anything could be in an attic. Yep. Uh, a like a, I don't know, like a junkyard is too human scale of a place. But yeah. like I don't know, you know, a, a a trash heap, you know, something like that. Would it um would it be too complicated? I guess my mind just is going to a grocery store over and over, but like not a grocery store, like a grocery store in a post in a post apocalyptic setting. Right. So like, think about like a zombie apocalypse has happened and like your, your heroes who are not yet zombies are wandering around and they, they run across a grocery store. Right. That's like, yes. In stations. Right. So you could have, you have like all these areas in there and there's all sorts of supplies and stuff, but like there's no humans coming back in ever again. Um, right. Except for maybe you have humans who are like scavenging. Yeah. Looters or something like that. Is that too high concept? Or just like a grocery store at night, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or like, the or the back room, right? Mm. Like, yeah. Places where I think it's key that humans aren't there a lot. So any one of these works actually. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I, I like that a lot. Um I was I was thinking like maybe um a fallout shelter or something. Oh yeah. Uh it's like it's like and maybe maybe it, it does take place in the uh you know the 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 60s or 70s or something like that. So it's mm-hmm. something that people are actually still like going in and out but they're stockpiling stuff, you know. So it's yeah. it's um uh people people will be keeping an eye on it. Do you um, ever um so you two every once in a while recommend videos to me of of people that like go into those fallout shelters <laughs> right they like urban explorers Oh yeah those <laughs> yeah. are crazy It's uh, really crazy those places are super creepy but like I mean they're very well stocked right and like if you're if you're a mouse or a small creature it's a lot easier to get in and out Yeah I think it should be a place of wonder I think it's important for like the mice to see whatever's there and be like if we can get that mm-hmm. we've got it made 
Yeah. You know, yeah. like I think that's that's sort of one of the driving forces. Okay. Uh, I'm thinking, you know, there's, there's, um, what, I forget if this was before or after, um, the, the, we, we started recording, but, uh, somebody mentioned something about like you, there's, you have to have some reason to force the mice from the outside into this location. Yeah. I think that's a really good idea. What we had done in the game where I, I had to run it for my students was we played a game of the quiet year as these mm. mouse one day. And then we came back and played the campaign. And so lightning had struck their tree that they had their colony in and then winter was coming. So they had to re, they had to find a new place. Yeah. So they, they they had to go like find this roots access to this, you know, fabled root cellar underneath the barn. Um, mm. But there was a whiteout blizzard on their way there. <laughs> it was like this big deal. It's yeah. just like, you know, what kinds of animals are, are still around during, uh, you know, the early winter and all that kind of stuff was sort of a, a fun way to think about it. Oh, that is a really fun way to think about it. Yeah. I'm always a fan of yeah starting starting an adventure with the quiet year, too. <laughs> yeah. I, um, it's funny because, like, I, I'm sure I've mentioned this before, but it's like, I wonder what Avery Alder thinks about that. I know, you know yeah. It, 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 it's like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, everybody's always using my game to play a different game. I know, yeah. Uh, but whatever, it, it gets played, so. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I love The Quiet Year. I will play that just by itself. Sure. You know, and have, have a number of times, yeah. Um, okay, so I, okay, what I want is... I want the pitch for this to be you are mice in a location, right? Like you're, you're mice in a location and that location has to be like, Oh my goodness. That's really cool. Right. So you're mice in a fallout shelter. Right? That, that's, that's good. You're mice in an attic is like, okay. Like, I mean, I think there's something there, but if it can be kind of a, a splashy or showy something, I don't know. It's something they need to succeed, right? Like yeah. whatever it is, it's gotta be essential to the mice so it's a enclosed space and and they've got to get this thing or maybe they're just they're trying to get this thing and they think they've got it made and something goes awry um mm. yeah it it could be it could be uh uh getting if you want to go kind of red wall wholesome with it it yeah. could be like uh sort of like a rite of passage or like the year of jubilee you have to break into the hostess food store and steal a twinkie or something like <laughs> yeah. that yeah actually i would love that <laughs> oh so like I, you're I, yeah you are being tasked like your community has tasked this group to go do something you will be shunned if you don't if you do not carry out this important communal duty oh yeah. little teenager mice going on their first adventure yeah, yeah I like, actually i, I like that i like doing something you know uh kind of positive yeah uh, what okay all <laughs> right like, like <laughs> this is me trying to not push us in the direction of like of gruesome horror uh, yeah you so, don't want to have like, the mice try to yeah. kill the centipede cult i was kind of <laughs> hoping that that yeah. this would play like alien except instead of an alien it's a centipede with a yeah. box of jewelry <laughs> a centipede that's was, that's trailing it trailing some pearls behind yeah it. <laughs> so I, so there is um so when you when you say so i like the idea of if you guys played fallout one like yeah. you the plot of that is like you know you're the character you're sent out of this like haven into this scary world because the community needs something and like mm -hmm. you get you draw the short straw or whatever and get sent out to go get it and bring it back like are there is there something a mouse community needs like john was saying like what's the 
you know, is it food? Is it, I don't know, is yeah. it bug spray to fight off the scorpions, you know? Jeez, hmm. um, yeah. I mean, I, I think... kind of like the bug spray because yeah. it, it's such a human thing. Right, like mice could theoretically get food in a lot of different places, but the thing about the bug, even if it's not bug spray, something very human, human created, that is that they found is essential to their lives. Like, like you said that very flippantly, and they like bug spray to keep the bugs away. But what if there are tarantulas or something that are hunting them, and then, uh, then the they found the bug spray and they put it around the perimeter and they're safe and they run out. You know, or something along those lines. It, it's not a bad idea because, like, I, I could I think of something like ants um, are kind of like at this bizarre. There's an intercontinental ant war. Yeah. Uh, I've and, heard it's, it's a yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's really crazy stuff. But because um, they 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 yeah, what? just casually. <laughs> Have Look, you guys uh, heard about the intercontinental I, I, I ant war? How are we it's, supposed to record a podcast episode having just learned that? This like, is how Kyle and I record podcast episodes. If there were the Splat book, we would then now spend 30 minutes talking about the International <laughs> Ant War and the RPG potential of that. So I'm sorry. You invite Splatbook onto your podcast. Sorry for Splatbook podcast. Yeah, I'm just not sure. Just, if you, you invite sure the Splat, life. you get booked, I guess. <laughs> I'm just not sure I can just continue living my life normally <laughs> from this point on. So. Intercontinental Ooh. ant war. Look it okay. up. Uh, okay. uh, so, so the, the, the fun part about uh, the, the, this idea is like it kind of, we already talk about like army ants, right? Or fire ants. And as these kind of like, they're sending out scouts and drones. They have their own society that, it, that doesn't really integrate symbiotically with other creatures. They kind of take over right mm-hmm. uh so it would be really interesting if um the if if the mouse colony the the subterranean mouse colony was discovered by some scouts and uh they one of them got away so they know because <laughs> of the legends that soon they will have to fight in the ant wars and uh so they need to they need to get like yeah they need to get pesticide or something like or that the ant they, they must or wage yeah. chemical warfare against <laughs> yeah. their Okay, that's we're going away from wholesome, Kyle. Well, (laughs) (laughs) but what I like is that, yeah, that it's definitely like a human created thing ant traps, bug spray, something that they know it's in the fallout shelter. If we can just get it, we'll be safe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And your in media res idea works here too really well because what if the in media res is, oh my gosh, the ants are attacking? Uh, That's the media res part. And then they realize, well, hey, in the fallout shelter, there's something that can save us. Yeah. I mean, either that or they they are leaving the fallout shelter with the bug spray and they can ah. see off in the distance, you know, they're fighting. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because I mean, I think that like, okay, so the thing with the bug spray is a, is a good idea. My concern is then there's going to be a question of like, you, you kind of taken it from fetch quest to should we use the nuclear warhead <laughs> <laughs> in this conflict? I wanted to steal a Twinkie. I know. I didn't, I, yeah. I, I, Andy was was like, "Let's talk about let's talk about chemical warfare yeah. to obliterate a different species." Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So that's our theme: the obliterate yeah. another species with yeah. chemical warfare. It's gonna be it's gonna be one of those um, Star Trek episodes where all the mice are sitting around debating <laughs> debating the politics of yeah of using this, the, this the mouse prime directive. Okay. Well, let, let me just to keep this rolling. Let me propose, let's dial it back from uh, 
bug spray mm-hmm. wiping out the ant empire or something like that. Although I, I like ants are such a good yes. like, menace. So I want to hang on to that. Yeah. What is what is something that's a little closer to the get get a Twinkie and improve your bravery? Uh, well, if we could split the difference, it could be like uh, what if, if this is an internet? What if these mice are caught in the middle between two battling factions of ants, and one the the queen has been kidnapped from the black ants, and 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 they need to go, you know, or the the army ant, the fire ants, and the and the carpenter ants, or mm-hmm. or you know whatever, right? Like so, it's like you have to go rescue the queen on behalf of this, otherwise. You know, if you can't defuse this uh, this situation, then then uh, you will be caught in the middle. This is like this is your only chance to avert all out intercontinental ant war. <laughs> yeah. yeah, could there? So that 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 rings. That makes me think. Like, could there be some element of like uh, diplomacy or like interaction with other creatures that aren't necessarily implacable foes? Like, what if? What if your mission is you whatever you need to you need to take the red arrow of Ga- of Gondor or whatever like that to the hmm. to the badgers? That. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I mean, um, yeah, badgers are nice. Yeah, yeah. Go find the honey badger. Yeah, who else? Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, uh, delivering a message, right? Like an important message. Like, so if we're if we're talking about like yeah, you're the, the teenager mice sort of doing this rite of passage, it's like. Yeah, give them something that's important, but also, like, yeah, is not going to get something. It's like, yeah, just deliver it a message. This is simple. Yeah. You should be able I, to do this. You know what I like, though? Yeah. Like, let me let me pitch something, because you've mentioned Teenager Mice a couple of times. So yeah. so there's in, there's impending doom. I don't know if it's the inter, intercontinental ant war <laughs> or, or something else. Yeah. But but the teenagers, right, are, are said, hey, you know, you've got to – you guys go over here and stay out of it. You're just teenagers, right? Mm. But but things go awry, so what has to happen is those teenagers actually have to go save the day, and they have to do things like negotiate with the badgers to get something or break into the fallout shelter. So mm-hmm. I like this idea of young people who are, you know, thought they would be safe, but are actually pulled into the the heat of the action, right? Because that because when when you say like what they're doing is important but not crucial, it feels like that lowers the stakes, and I think it should be crucial. Like they know of the lore of if we can get the bug spray, we can save our people, but by gosh, you guys stay here until this is over, but they feel they can't do that because things are going awry. Yeah. Okay. There's something there. Yeah. There. I mean, that's a great theme, just generally speaking. The grown-ups that are supposed to do this uh, can't, or they failed, or something like that, and now it's up to us. Uh, they all got rounded up in a humane trap. That's another yeah. thing. Is like, yeah, maybe there's there's some. Actually, there's, I like that. Yeah, like there, it's like, yeah. oh, they, they they the 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 hunting party went into the um this this place to go get the thing, and they there we and you find out that they are all just kind of led into one of these humane mouse traps, where it's just like it's like a, like a little stick that goes oh, no, into a yeah, bucket, into and a then bucket, they fall yeah. into the bucket. Oh no, that yeah. kind of thing. So you have to like then you it's like you have two things. You have to go get the thing that the first party went to go get, and you have to ask what happened to the last group of people that went into the fallout shelter. They haven't yeah. been heard of in days. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you could you could also you know rescue them too. Yeah, well, yeah. That's... yeah. Do um, just to throw out another idea, like okay, so Mouse Rider has like magic, right? It does. You mentioned mm. like I'm wondering if there's something to like there being something electrical that the mice are relying on that is like mm. I don't know, like a flashlight that's running out of batteries, 
right and it's like that's really good we know we know where there are more batteries like so that that's your fetch quest is like go get a go get a you know c c cell battery right and bring it all the way back right so it's like a big heavy thing that can maneuver all that i don't know if there's anything there no i think there really is something there because it fits in with the theme of of human common human objects being actually wondered it wondrous you know and like you know old flashlights that I, I grew up with had incandescent bulbs. So mm-hmm. they actually were a source of warmth, which would also be really Ooh. important. And yep. maybe it's like, it's all oh, the poor, the poor newborn mice oh, in the no. nursery. They're going <laughs> to oh, get cold. No. Uh, yeah. You know, it's the, it's the winter time. And, you know, uh, yeah. uh, so if like we don't need an incandescent bulb to keep the, the yeah. Yeah. The, right. This what, is... where, do, where do mice live? They don't live in Warrens. What do they live in? They live in holes, holes, Mouse hole, but to keep the mouse community safe, right? They need a new. They need a new light bulb. Good, Ooh, I yeah. like it. <laughs> yeah. How many mice does it take to change a light bulb? Okay, so like, <laughs> so do we we'll want to? Uh, so do we want to decide that what they need to do is get batteries for a household object that is important to the community? Do Maybe. Want to just I don't. I don't know if I want to lose the. Okay, so okay, so getting the light bulb or getting a battery, like getting something like that, right? I think that that definitely makes the scale quite a bit smaller versus stopping the intercontinental ant war, for example. Right. But like, I think also in a one shot, like, I don't know, I don't know what part of the story of the stopping the internal intercontinental ant war. Like, I don't know exactly what we can do in sort of a one shot there. And I know that's not really necessarily your problem, but like, I'm just trying to think through like, what's the slice of that. That's interesting. That part of that's interesting to tell. Cause it can't be like negotiating with different kinds of, no, ants. it's, it's a, it's a rescue mission of, yeah. of you have to go save the ant queen from the termites or something like that. Right. Like the, the ant queen has been kidnapped and uh, you know, uh, her execution will happen on the new moon uh, uh, or something like that. Yeah, I think that that what is happening, you know, let's say it's ants versus termites or whatever it is, it happens to be happening in the mouse community, and it's not happening to them. It's happening, it is happening to them, but they're not an interested party. They just want to rescue the ant queen or get the light bulb or do whatever to stop this thing from happening. Or, or maybe it's like, maybe it is a rescue rangers situation, right? It, maybe mm-hmm. it's like, we are going to, we are going to the mouse ridder uh, to solve this problem, to avoid all out war. Like you, this is mm-hmm. the last, this, if you can get this wet works operation through and get in and get out, we can avert. Yeah. Well, what if they, um, what if they're, what if they're carpenter ants or termites, right? That are threatening to, collapse the building that the mice are living in yeah yeah and it that's perfect and it doesn't have anything to do with the mice the ants are just doing what they're doing but they need to figure out some way to stop them okay so the termites are yeah basically like you know they're growing in power right they're threatening to like take out the ants that are holding them back right like whatever that is if if the mice don't help the ants right like the termites are going to take over and then a season's time all of us have a place in the circle of life you see yeah. <laughs> yes. So I like where this is going. I want to like, I want to do a collective reminder that we don't need to have a big plot. Yeah. Uh, like I like a. I think we need a good just motivation to spur the yeah. adventure going. But like, mm-hmm. I don't think we need to overthink it too much. So I think. I think we've got anything that, yeah. we've just said yeah. would be enough to just get people going. Cause really what this is going to be about is exploring a cool 
space, right? Yes. Yeah. So I'm tempted, and just glancing at the clock, I was told that my job is to keep us on top. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we, we, I think it is time for us to decide on like the setup here and jump into creating the spaces that will uh, comprise the adventure. Okay. Does anyone want to just uh, propose, so propose I, something? I, I, I like the conflict of termites are taking over the building. Like the ants have a way to stop them, but they need a uh, whatever that is, and like that's that's the adventure. Yeah, it needs to be to a kind them. of a cool building. I think that's the next kind of step right there. But yeah, I like that. I like that tension, and it's more about homeostasis than it is about uh, chemical warfare. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is our home, and if we don't take care of our home, there's going to be de- okay. desperate consequences. What is yeah. the what is the coolest possible home then? I'm thinking like a uh, an old an old theater, like a, an abandoned. Theater. Oh I yeah, heck yeah. <laughs> yeah! I love it. This yeah, it's classic Americana. That's yeah. so good. Abandoned theater. Maybe they like live in the the costume room or something like that. Yeah, like, yeah. it's like small small town USA, kind of like this this old historical theater that's kind of like it's condemned, yes. but nobody has the heart or the the funding to actually demolish it. So <laughs> I actually love that. And then yeah, they live in the costume room and um, where they can get all the fabric and bedding and all the cool stuff they need, but mm-hmm. they occasionally have to leave, and like the stage then becomes a like costume room is behind the stage yes and it becomes a terrifying open space where no mouse would want to get caught in there oh that's good there are holes in the ceiling yes that's (laughs) right yeah yes well i mean holes in the ceilings are great because then you can bring in like a screech owl or something like that right like it's like oh the screech owl of the stage oh no Oh, they'd have some sort of like theater name for it. Like, oh yeah, like it, it struts on the the boardwalk. <laughs> like, yeah, it would be. Yeah. Oh, I li- I like that actually. Like old struts the owl. <laughs> yes, old struts. Yeah, or like a it was like a, a culture culture. They, ship, they need a right? friend. Yeah. Like they need a friend who is who is bigger than them, but's not gonna take their side. Like, uh, yeah. Ooh. Oh, see, so the screech owl is on their side, or I, no? It could be the enemy, but I think they also need a big friend who is like dopey and can't really help them, but you know, well, isn't there, isn't a little bit of part of this genre that there's like weird singular creatures out there Mm -hmm. um, that aren't like good or bad. Like maybe they're, you know, like this, the, whatever the screech owl that lives on hoot hill. The pigeons, they, they, they have pigeon allies, but the pigeons though bigger than them are no match for struts, the owl, but they can distract him. Or yeah. bats, but oh, bats, bats are yeah. like mice with wings. So yes. like, there's like a sort of like a a camaraderie. Like this but, is but like again, they, they... like like they can help, but they can't take on Struts. Like he's too much, right? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's like they, even they're scared of Struts. But uh, maybe there's like a particularly like brazen like group of teen bats that will like do. <laughs> go prank struts and stuff like that what's their what's their their fun gang name what's what's the what's the collective for a bat, like bats like an echo look the echolocation of of bats bat game uh oh they can uh they the can echo spoof gang? struts like that's what the that's what the mice gang does they yeah try to spoof struts and trick them <laughs> oh wow i love that okay all right so no, so they're in, gang we'll in an abandoned theater yeah the termites are 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 tearing it apart the ants feel like they have an idea for solving this or just the, the mice. I mean, I think at this point we could just sort of 
dispense with the ants um, and just like the mice have an idea. Right. That they yeah. need they need something to take care of the termites. So like what is the thing that the elders are sending these young young mice to go get? Is it is it bug spray? <laughs> is it a, is it a um yeah. Well, that's why Terminates. we involved the ants, <laughs> so we could have a diplomatic solution. And we, if we no. rescue the queen, then we don't have to obliterate a life form. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I keep you keep looking at me like I'm the one who keeps driving us to these violent means, but you're the one like no, 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 just, no, no, no. We need, we need it. We need uh, uh, did you know uh, that um, <laughs> probably not? No, <laughs> termites don't actually can't digest wood. Uh, they have bacteria in their stomachs that digest the wood for them. And without that, the, they, their whole way of life would be gone. Huh. So the mice need antibiotics. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Maybe it's just like a treatment or, or, or something like that, that like, mm-hmm. that like gets them out of there. Or like, I don't know, some, I don't know. There's like some, some animals like are pheromones. What if oh. what if if they spread the pheromones? It's like oh, there's another termite colony. Yeah, what are termites fra- afraid of? They Fire? must be afraid of other termites <laughs> and other 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 kinds of invasive sp- species that are that are bigger and better than they are. Hmm. Uh, what kinds of things eat mice? Um, raccoons. Yeah. Skunks. Snakes. If they right. can go find a skunk to spray this end, <laughs> yeah. then and 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 it's like they, they then then all the the it'll scare off all the termites because the, the 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 so they have to go get either they oh. have to bring back skunk stink or, yeah. or 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 talk the skunk into going over and spraying where the where the the the, the termites are so they're like oh we're out of here skunks yeah. are around did, not to get too sciencey but one thing termites can't stand I was just looking up on this thing called the internet it's amazing. Mm. Yeah. Um, uh, sunlight. I don't know if we can incorporate that in some way, but termites will actually flee sunlight. So we're talking about the termites as if they're like realistic, oh, scientifically accurate termites. No, they don't when have to. Be. In our universe, they don't need to be. Like the answer to getting the termites to go away might be meet the termite king and and bluff him into thinking he can't conquer mm-hmm. the mouse kingdom. I mean. Oh, or maybe it's get the bright light from get the bright bulb from the from the abandoned projector and the light Ooh. will drive the termites away. Yeah. But the abandoned projector is not only all the way across the stage, it's all the way across the seats and up the That's stairs really good. Through. Yeah. I like I, that a lot. Yeah. I, I, I think I think for the sake of a one shot, you kinda do want to say like he, here is your end goal, go do this thing. Yes. Uh, and then, but you kind of have like, sort of like a couple of different pathways to go get through it. It's like, you know, you'll have to, you'll have to find your way upstairs. Maybe you choose to go through the concession stand. Maybe you choose to go through the bathroom, but you have to get up to the projector room or whatever. Uh, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think, I mean, not to, not to, not to nail it down too early, but I think that's it, right? Like the termites are afraid of light. They know that. The only light they know that's bright enough to drive them away is that bulb. That's so cool. I love that. Yeah, and I think like the it's and it's, it's like a of, mythic thing. Yes, right? it's like a story that's been told. It. Yeah, they yeah. they remember that there was this like these like moving pictures. That yeah, the old timey mice is like I remember when there was a light bright enough to drive these away. It's up in the forbidden booth, you know. Yeah. Like then it's a thing. Yeah, yeah. The so booth, I, the, the booth we're not allowed to go in. <laughs> I so 
I'll be the pedant- pedantic one. I love this, but yeah. I'm struggling. I absolutely love this idea. But like, does this mean the mice need to bring like a several hundred pound like projector? Oh. <laughs> uh, no, they just have to turn it on. It, oh, it's, okay. it's up in the projector room and, and it'll it'll shoot back into the back corner of of where the theater is. Oh, I mean, we could give them like a mirror, right, that they can use to like angle it or something. Yeah, or oh, something like that. Oh, actually, sure. what, yeah. What if? Yeah. Okay. What right, if? So, what if they have to use mirrors to like uh, angle the light back through the theater to wherever it yeah. needs to be focused on? Gamers love mirror puzzles too. Yeah. Like it's. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Yeah, I like it. Um, okay, so so a real quick idea. Do we need the termites at all, or should it just be a, a battle against struts? I like the termites. Okay. I'm a fan of the termites too, and I think struts okay. is just a complication. Okay. Because like, like he's yeah. <laughs> yeah, struts, yeah. Yeah, so struts is an interesting complication. Uh but because it's like it, it the, the answer to struts is again obliterate him, right? Like uh <laughs> and, yeah. and the nice thing about our projector solution for the for the termites is like there are too many termites to actually for us to deal with short of <laughs> short of chemical warfare. Yeah. So th- yeah. this, but this is a really good way. This is an interesting solution to a fascinating problem that mice would need to go to great lengths to solve, as opposed to let's just pay a dog to eat this owl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Bribing so you, a dog to eat an owl is not a good plot. I yeah. Say. Okay. So they, they have to, you know, they have to turn the projector on um, and we'll have some fun later figuring out like what, what movie plays when, when that happens. Yeah. But, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. So they, awesome. they turn the projector on and that scares away, that scares the termite king. Like, is, where is the termite king? Is, is he buried in the woods somewhere? Like, I think he's on the stage, like eating through the stage. The stage is so much wood. Like the termites yeah. think that this is, that they'll live here forever. But if they, if they eat all this, then the, then the costume room collapses and the okay. mice lose their home. Yeah, okay, maybe so, the mice live underneath the stage or something like that, right? Okay. Yeah, okay. So it's like the, you know, if you if you make if you create, yeah, change the environment of where all the termites are, you know, eating up the stage enough that it's like, oh, this is no longer like this nice, safe, easy place for us to be, like there's going to be We're no longer protected from the yeah, elements. It's yeah, the whole point of noise and there's bright lights and stuff like that. Like we got to get out of here. Um so my question is then is the termite king a, a does the termite king have a name and a voice are they ever gonna like talk to the termite king i, mean, um, I guess they, they could talk to the termite king but like no yeah. i don't i don't think so i think okay. i think they get the mission and it's like go go do this <laughs> right okay. and yeah. i i don't i think maybe in and we could just say like the problem the problem here is like if this was another if this was another creature we could speak to it, but termites, their, their language is unknown to us. And we, mm-hmm. they, they, they famously cannot be reasoned with. Okay. Um, okay. I like that. that they, kinda, they, they, they speak, they speak the language of, of, of dance and, and chemicals. We, we, we can, yeah, I feel like they're like, they're, they're the alien menace, right? Like they can't communicate mm-hmm. with the termites. Yeah. It's like a force of nature that's coming to destroy their home. And okay. this is how they have to. So the termites them. just sort of exist. They've gotten wind that they're there and that they're, they're quickly going to destroy the whole, the whole place. Though I thought of a human we could add, uh, mm-hmm. though I, I please veto this, but I can't get it out of my head. So I have to save it. They have a, 
they have a, a a drunk homeless person who lives in the theater who can't actually help them, but they interact with him in charming ways. Oh, oh my goodness! Yeah, oh, Otis the, the Otis the unhoused. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's. I mean, I I know I have to veto it, but I also don't want to because I, I know I know it's how not great good. is that if like like Otis, you know, like yeah, some sort of like god, he's just among, clueless, right? Yeah, like clueless. He's like, oh, of course the mice talk to me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's so too Chris, 80s, you... and I don't think we could do it in this part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. So, Chris, yeah. you've been kind of taking notes. Could could you just recap for us what we've decided so far? Yeah, okay. So, we have decided that we are not going to join the Intercontinental Ant War. Um, instead, we are going to... <laughs> Sorry, I mean, Kyle. in real life, we're going to finish recording, and we're all going <laughs> to yeah. sign up, right? But yeah, it'll be like yeah. I mean, that's... now a veteran of a thousand <laughs> Intercontinental Ant Wars. <laughs> 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 it's like a uh, starship troopers right yes. <laughs> like, uh, i did my part um <laughs> uh, okay so the <laughs> the mice colony lives inside the like the costume room inside of an old theater right like they they've had a happy existence for many seasons until all of a sudden um the the elders have realized that there are termites that have invaded the the stage um inside like maybe they've even like maybe they're even like cause of like some of the roof collapsing or something like that. Right. So it's starting to like the whole building, their whole way of life is going to crumble. Um, so one of the elders has this memory of this like bright, bright light, this projector, right. That can be turned on. Um, and they all know that like termites can be scared away by like loud noises and, you know, the light from a projector. Right. So we'll, we'll hand wave some of the science there. Like this is sort of the solution that's given, given to them. So the, the adventuring party is a bunch of young mice who are sent to find their way across the theater in whatever way they they decide to to get up to the projection room and find a way to turn on turn on the projector. Yeah. So that's sort of like the the idea that we have and I think yeah. now we can start building in like what are the spaces and what are the complications that they could potentially face. Yes. Does okay. that does that sound good? Is there anything? Yes. Yeah, I yep. just can I can I throw one out yeah. that I just thought of. So so one of the things that there that is there that is that they have to get past is actually a temptation, which is the abandoned concession stand. Yes. Yes. And despite the fact that it's, it's been abandoned for 20 years, the popcorn still looks delicious to these mice. Yeah. Like, and, and it's not actually a, uh, uh, it's not actually like a combat. It's like, how do we, how do we avoid the temptation of the concession stand? Yeah, I mean, like it's just like it's sort of like a, a the the Lotus Eaters. It becomes like it takes on like an Odyssey kind of vibe to it, and maybe there are like other creatures that are like on on some kind of like sugar high that that, that like yeah. live there. They're like tweaking for some for some <laughs> junior mints, man. <laughs> they ate all the jujubes and they're and they're gone. But they, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Maybe that's where the rats hang out. The rats are like the sort of sort of like down, down nothing against rats but like they're the low down <laughs> villains that oppose the mice and they're preventing them from yeah yeah we just lost all of our rat listenership <laughs> just, sorry it just occurred to me that people, you know rats aren't that bad and they're they are not they're, yeah. they're very cute um except when they're tweaking on jujubes <laughs> 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 um okay all right so i think like yeah that's a good complication we have struts the i owl. just want to know how how chris knows that i just you know. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, well seen it okay and then what are the what are the spaces then so we have the costume room there's the stage 
Uh, they're the seats, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, they've got to get to the seats, and, and and I think I think the seats could basically be like Mirkwood, right? Like that is just where all it's like a cobweb forest underneath all yes. of these old abandoned seats, right? Plus, plus at all time, like that's the space where where Struts the the Screech Owl could like be. There's enough room for him to glide around in there, right? Yeah. Like whatever complication, whatever other complication we put in there, you could make Struts sort of ever present. Uh, and that's a, that would be an opportunity. Like that yeah, could they be can't a good go ticking clock. Open. Like yeah, yeah. it's like if you fail things or make too much noise or something, it's like old struts. Maybe like maybe he's like you know he's got like a bad eye and he can't hear too good anymore. Like yeah. you know, so it's like he's not he's not like a stealth bomber. But yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah. So it's like you can either go go beneath where all the bugs sort of live, or go go above where struts can. <laughs> yeah. Or can... or up the aisle, right? So yeah. it's like if you if you the, the aisle wouldn't have it's under the seats that's dangerous, right? So you kind of have to pick your poison. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually wondering, right? So if there's like box seats too, right? Like up up above. <laughs> Uh, I am. I'm trying to. I'm trying to work in the centipedes and and their their. Love you don't for have to. Uh, that no. was just. I li- I have a thousand great ideas every day. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to use every single one of them, Chris. Yeah, the yeah. centipedes. Yeah, are are a little weird. <laughs> I mean, it just it's going to invite a lot of questions. Yeah, <laughs> it's existential. It's it's cerebral, but l- listen, I'll I feel like we've already got sort of a nameless horror. The the centipedes feel like a nameless horror to me in this context, and sort of the the termites. Like, I don't. I mean, okay. Need, I mean, I think yeah. like for world building purposes, I think I like having them sort of in, the, in my back pocket. That like even so, you, you maybe they never go up to the box seats, but up in the box seats, these centipedes have gathered like all the jewelry that people lost in the theater. Right. Like, you know, from like the last uh, whatever. Right. So they found the lost and found and they've sort of like brought it up there and they have this whole little like enclave. Right. So, um, yeah. So I think it's there. Maybe they never interact with it, but but we all know in our hearts. <laughs> it's there for lore purposes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. OK, so, so are they uh, so underneath the seats are are like spiders and stuff? Yeah. OK. Big ones. OK. I just so, want to clarify, did Kyle say that just because he knows how much Chris hates spiders? Or um... <laughs> Spiders are great. I, yeah. I I hate spiders, but I love putting them in games. Yeah. And I yeah. love making them talk. Make spiders talk. It should be page one of every <laughs> fantasy RPG. And, and I, I that's a hill I will die on. Yeah, I think the spiders are more about... Um, numbers right like chasing numbers then okay. and they could be big ones right but these are teen mice mice are little yeah like uh yeah mm-hmm. okay Anybody? so let's can can you guys help me out my brain here can we jot down the like quote encounter areas that we yeah. have thought so far so we've got the the um costume Stage. room the costume that, room yeah that is like yeah. kind of the home base or starting area Okay. There's a stage, and it this is like an 
this is not so much a movie theater as like an old timey theater, right? Well, so there's like a, a lot of old communities. A lot of little small town theaters would have both, like yeah, the okay. Artcraft Theater in Franklin, Indiana, that I used to go to all the time. They would have like a small performance stage in mm-hmm. front of the, and this, this is the the one in, yeah. in Fort Wayne, the 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 historic theater in um, Louisville. Yeah, a lot yeah, of a lot of them will do Arbor. both. Yeah, Arbor has one. So yeah, so a stage in. And if it's uh, if it's got like trap doors, that suggests that there's like a understage. I don't know what the Ooh, theater yeah. name for it is, but that could be a creepy. That would be great. A creepy area. Um, that understage is filled with water. Yes. Oh, oh cool. Yeah. Yes. Um, and that is like, I mean, so it's certainly a way to get across the stage if you want to, want to. But like that is, you know, yeah. There's there's like leaf leaf boats down there if they want to. <laughs> oh, that's really interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that would be a good place to have like, uh, ooh, snapping turtles, yeah. um, uh, uh, mosquitoes, uh, s- uh, sewer rats, uh, just like uh, uh, catfish. It's oh it's, yeah. yeah that's really great that's got a good resonance with mice right like yeah. they're like catfish are like aren't they kind of like nasty and territorial maybe there's yeah. there's, there's like one catfish his name is Struts and <laughs> he's, also... he's got one bad eye <laughs> <laughs> his name is Die I have a thousand <laughs> great ideas every day <laughs> just. Have, Unfortunately, all the creatures are named as struts. That's yeah. the, that's his weakness. You have yeah. one great idea a thousand times. A <laughs> okay, so there there's the stage. What's the is the threat on the stage? The the potential threat is is that struts or is that something else? Is struts the the stage and the the? I think it, that's the whole that's the whole theater. Okay. Like and I again like I think that is just like an eight count clock or something like that or a, a, a six count clock. Okay. It's just like hey, don't make too much of a ruckus. So they so the challenge for this whole larger space is don't attract Struts' attention or he swoops down and and tries to eat you. Is that yeah okay? Yeah, I mean, I think you know right. They, so they it'll be sort of up to the players, right? It's like if you just try to hang out out there, like Struts is going to show up, and then it's sort of up to you. Are you going to try to recruit Struts or? Yeah, are you going to? Or get, like, get, if you tr- if you solve your problem by setting the cobwebs on fire, yeah, you know, if you if you if you or if you scream out for for help or try to, you know, like I don't know, it's it's just it, it adds this bit of tension. It's like you never know when he's going to be okay. around. All right, okay. So the stage, the seats, the concession ticket area, right, which is going to be more of like a, a emotional temptation, mm-hmm. emotional temptation for them, um, and then like stairway up to the projection room i guess um yeah yeah what are what i i'm kind of interested in like what are the what are the pathways that connect these spaces that the mice might have to navigate like are are some of these spaces connected by stairs are are some like could the mice climb up in within walls to like Mm -hmm. uh get to some of these things like um, yeah i think in my head, the map that's sort of coming together. Sorry, Kyle, I'm making a map in my head. <laughs> but, I'll critique uh, it later. Don't worry. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, you see, you sort of have like on stage right is um, or stage left is the the costume room area. Then you have the stage. There's like all the seats and stuff kind of going going back, and then you could climb up that wall to get in the projection room, or you could go out through out the doors from the theater 
get in concessions and go up, uh, you know, go up a, a stairwell to get to the projection. Room. Oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe there's a high road, low road thing, right? Yeah. So like you could, if you climb, if you climb the moth written, um, uh, curtains, yeah. you can get up to the box yeah. seats and then take that to the projector room. Yeah. Uh, or you can go across the bottom through the cobweb forest and, and pass the concession stands and, and up the stairs. A, so that stair. kind of like gives us a, a, a good fork, a high road, low road kind of situation. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I like that. Is the only way – oh, interesting. I guess I was thinking that there would just be sort of a wall straight up, but probably not, right? So a lot of theaters, right, you sort of like – you have a ceiling that you walk under to, to get into the theater, right? Yeah. So there's no way for the mice to sort of jump that gap to get up to the wall where the projection is. No, I think is. it's more like the Michigan theater than the than like okay. than like showcase. So it's a, it's a big old theater. Maybe it has a balcony. Yeah. Um, but there, it's not immediate, like the ceiling is high. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. So if they want to do the high road, they sort of have to climb up at the, the, the yeah. stage. The yes. Stage area. Yes. And there's I a catwalk agree. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. The curtain's right there and they can leap from the curtain to the, to the box. And, and some, across. some really fancy, cool stuff will have like, you know, that's like where they would have like Juliet's balcony. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That may, oh, maybe, maybe, maybe that, that would be a good name to give an animal that lives up there. Yeah. It's like literally like there's an animal that lives up in that balcony named Juliet. Yeah. What would be, what's the most dramatic of animals that would live up there? Like a skunk would be great. A skunk yes. named Juliet. Uh, or a possum. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, oh, that's really good, right? <laughs> possum named Juliet. It was yeah. like, yeah. As a fabricated like a little outfit. And, yeah. yeah. Oh, I love are that. Are there um are there musical instruments in this theater? Yes. Uh there are now. Yeah. Because you just said that and that's awesome. Yeah, I was thinking like <laughs> I I don't know if how old time you have to go with your theater to get this, but like is there an organ? Yes. Are there Ooh, like is there yeah. a orchestra pit of some I, kind? Yeah. I think there's both. Um Yeah, I think I, oh I really like an organ. Um who plays the organ? I mean, if it's An like, organist? or if it's really well, old timey, yeah, like, what what woodland animal plays the organ? <laughs> is the organ working? I think yes. Like, I guess is there something that tries to play it every night poorly? Struts or? should play the organ. Right. Yeah. Like imagine, imagine this big kind of like this big, this big shape with these like two kind of like feathery horns. <laughs> and it's like, you know, kind of like walking over to the organ and kind of like, you know, it's like doing this whole like Captain yeah. Nemo routine over at the organ. Yeah, yeah. It's playing fan of the opera. Oh it, yeah. That's good. like an, an organ like that. It also, it feels like a, uh, it feels like, a sol- an open ended solution to some problem that like the PCs yeah. will oh. come up with like will um you know how can how can they use the organ to solve get one of these problems I I don't know but you know that a group of players is going to come yeah whatever I they agree. hammer it down and it messes up the hearing of the owl mm-hmm. and that like gives them time to you know something like that. And and also like maybe after this after this theater was like shut down for public use, it just kind of became a storage space for the guy who owned the property. Oh, you yeah. know, so it's just like Huck's whatever he wants, whatever kind of brick yeah. of, you old know moldy old brick of rack this yeah. family has. They oh. just like God, oh, 
chuck it into this building that's going to get bulldozed 10 years from now when the city finally decides to pay for it <laughs> yes yeah there's there's so many like sleeper sofas <laughs> just stacked up in there <laughs> yeah uh, okay so i yeah andy i really like that idea yeah so there's there is an organ there i mean i think i'm trying to remember um sorry this is a very ann arbor conversation I'm about to have with john john does the organ at the michigan theater does it raise up and down have you ever seen so that the, yeah it does so there's a in the in the corner by the stage sort of in the orchestra pit mm-hmm. there is an organ that's normally on the pit ground level but yeah. when they play it, it it's on an elevator that rises up yes. and the organist plays as it rises yes uh it's amazing it's yeah, really good I've never yeah. seen it so okay all right well that that detail might show up um okay so there's an organ I guess we're sort of assuming that there's electricity still in this place. I think that's okay. Uh, organs are pneumatic. I think you could play an organ without. Well, I was sorry. I was I was jumping ahead. Oh, to you the... would need it for the projector, though. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I think I think we can assume assume that it's abandoned, but it has not been abandoned for like a hundred years. Right? Yeah. Right. Like it's yeah. like they may like I I like the idea of of the owner destroying stuff here because that means he would keep the lights on, mm-hmm. you know, and it's usually dark, but sometimes he flicks them on when he comes in. So that would give an excuse for the projector to still work. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like maybe it, maybe it's, it's been out of public use for like five years. That's plenty of time, especially if it's like, it's, it's especially if it was on its last legs and like yeah. had leaks in the roof, you know, in the last years of its operation. And they're just like, ah, it's not, it's not uh, pulling enough scratch to, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Do that. If they, if they make it up to like the concession stand, right. There's probably like a bunch of flyers for like, you know, save the historic. Yes. Theater, oh, that would know? be so sad. I love oh, that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. So let's, so they have the concession stand. What, what complication or what could happen on the stairwell? So if they get to the concession stand, it can't just be a simple straight shot to the projection room. I think like, right. what, now, what else this, could happen? Is this potentially where a human comes in and it's like the human comes in to check on the place or something? Oh, yeah. That would be a pretty cool scripted event. So it's just like a, it's like a series of skill che- checks to, to see if you can get up without getting spotted or something I, like that. Yeah, I have this vision of these mice trying to sneak around or run under the feet of or escape from almost in a, like a Peter Rabbit kind of way. Like the human is, is spun around and stomping around and they're trying to run out of his way or they're trying to avoid him by sneaking. Like you've got a couple choices there. Well, yeah. I, I, that kind of, cre- that kind of creates problems for like actually turning on the projector. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's yeah, like, you're right. It, you're it, right. It's, it's sort of like, it's, it's sort of like, this is now the whole adventure is this problem right here. Yeah. I've I been think... thinking more of the human, someone, I think Kyle, said something to this effect early on. I think been thinking of the more of the human as like the the fail state of the adventure, like a, a fairly large clock that like if you really make a ruckus, the night watchman or whatever mm. will like come in and then that would be kind of a game over or at least like end game situation if like a yeah. human You set off the fire alarms, yeah. it's game over, right? Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, like, yeah, I think, John, you mentioned, right, so the, the guy comes back every once in a while to, to flick the lights on, and, like, so they all know that, you know, once a week, this guy's going to show up, right. right, you know, or there's someone who's watching it, or, like, once a day, even, maybe there's a security guy who comes around and just, like, makes sure that the, no one's smashed the windows and, and gotten in, like that, right, so if you have, have sort of that element there, then I think, yeah, then they can't try to burn the whole place down, or, like, whatever, right, they've got to be somewhat, yeah. somewhat quiet about it. 
just getting up the steps is a challenge for mice. Yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, yeah, maybe this, maybe the stairs have collapsed when they get out there. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that yeah. Or or it's like a ladder that like can raise and lower somehow, right? Because so people don't try to like get up in the projection room, right? It's like, yeah. Uh, I yeah. think collapse stairs is good. So. Um, okay, and then when they get into the projection room, what happens up there, mm. or what could happen up there? What's a final surprise that is interesting? It could all, yeah, that's a tough one because I don't. What, what's I, yeah. a weird, like, is there a weird creature that you would not expect to find in an abandoned uh, theater just to, like, be a surprise? I mean, not this, but, like, you know, what is it? Whatever. A coyote up there. For, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, like, just yeah, something or that. Or, uh, yeah, so far, the weird. animals we've been using are the sorts of things you would imagine might live in an abandoned human structure what if it's a snake yeah <laughs> coiled around fun. the projector at the yeah. base or in front of it it's not bad a mouse eating snake yeah okay i like that what if it's another <laughs> i don't know how to pull this off what is another colony of mice that have been oh living... that's good yeah that have been living up there like they don't know each other <laughs> it's like yeah. they're evil they've got little mouse mustaches yeah, they have little uh, mouse yeah. Yeah, their whole goal is to not turn the projector. <laughs> They've got mouse goatees. It's like, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, no, I like snake. I like uh, snake. Uh, <laughs> I didn't mean to make fun of your evil mice idea. I, I, like I feel it. like I feel like it needs a little bit more mustard or something like that. What if there's also like lightning bugs up there or something? Like there's something about like the the flickering lights of the projector room mm. or whatever. Like like thematically, oh. I just think it like it makes it, and then that, that kind of makes that like you see like all these you know coils of film that's kind of like falling off of the and then one of them starts to slither and move it's like in the in the blinking the slow blinking (laughs) of the green hues of the fireflies yeah i I like that i also like i don't know if we had we had said bats but we hadn't leveraged them what if the bats live in the projector room it is the highest spot oh that's not bad either oh yeah and they could cover the the window like you've got to get them off the window so that the light shines though i suppose if you turn off the light they would leave but like mm-hmm. yeah there's something maybe there's something there i don't know i kind of like snake and kyle just created a really provocative image there that i really like it, it kind because it's, it's sort of like if, if we're going with our odyssey kind of thing this is sort of like the trip to the underworld right like mm-hmm. this is uh this is kind of that moment and maybe you know uh uh, uh, uh myths abound that the uh that a firefly is the soul of a of a, of a dead mouse or something like that, or a mouse yeah. taken before its time, something you know. It's just like that, and you could have you could mention fireflies, but they seem to they seem to collect, and you can see them at the at the top of the collapsed stairs. You can see them, you know, collecting and blinking, kind of like urging you on, telling yeah. you maybe that's how that's how like the firefly whisperer like told you about like oh I've 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 heard I've heard uh, the 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 you know um i've heard the spirits of our kind have told us a plan to get up to the projector room but there is mm-hmm. a great beast up there that kind of thing yeah um i just i know too much about lightning bugs i'm just like why would they be in the projection <laughs> room but i really like the image they're magic the lightning bugs okay All right, these great. are magic okay they're magic um 
A thousand that's, good ideas. That solves. <laughs> their magic, magic solves a lot of problems. Each one of them is named Struts. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> you beat me to it. <laughs> if a wizard, if a wizard did it, is good enough for D anD D. Then yeah, yeah. Okay. it's a mad, it's a magic thing. Yeah, no, good I really like that image. Yeah, so the the fireflies are sort of lighting up and like like frames from different movies can be kind of oh, seen, that's, oh, <laughs> seen that's through good. it. Yeah, and then like yeah, one of the things starts descending. And it's the snake like that. What if oh, okay. it's Steamboat yeah. so, Willie? Yeah, <laughs> hey, it's public domain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or oh, oh, it should be uh, Mickey Mickey Mouse's jacket and the beanstalk. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, that's good. Or, or the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons: Honor Among Thieves. <laughs> <laughs> This movie is set exactly three years in the future. Yes. And yeah. That was the last movie shown at this abandoned theater. Yeah, and they God. never gave the print back. Uh, that won't work because it was probably never delivered as a print. It's probably only digital. So yeah. Something older. What's, uh, like, what's the best movie based on like the Odyssey? Like the, like a oh, adventure. one of those old, like, who's the Harry something? Like, the stop Harry Harryhausen? Yeah. yeah. Something with stop motion skeletons or whatever. The Seventh Voyage of Sinbad or the, yeah. That's that one has Tom Baker in it. That's not bad. Yeah. Ooh, the Seventh Seal. Just like, yeah, <laughs> projected up there. Uh, uh, I, I like, I like something like, yeah, Sinbad or. I, yeah, I like that too. I, I think, I think, yeah, probably just like Jason and the Argonauts. Yeah. Or, or Sinbad. I think either of them were. I like Jason and the Argonauts because it's more of a team. You know, and yeah, Sinbad yeah. is kind of like he's he's the main character, but like Jason and the Argonauts is is really, really or Watership that. Down. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Well, I like Jason yeah. and the Argonauts because then it really speaks to why this theater went under because they're showing old movies that no one wants to see. I wow, I've <laughs> never been more angry. That was the most insulting thing I've ever said to said to Kyle. Uh. Um, okay, so they they turn that on, and I think like. Right at that point in the adventure, it's sort of like, what <laughs> do the termites scream with one voice and and run away? Well, like, or... I mean, you just have to show the termites. This isn't, this isn't uh, going. This location won't work, and like, yeah, blah blah blah, wave hand wavy. They'll just decide it's not. Move yeah. on. Yeah. Okay. Well, so I, I guess the kind of with what we have set up, the natural boss fight for this is struts. The owl, right? Um, but we've we've just had a cool snake fight. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't think Struts is... I think Struts is a complication. I think, worst case scenario, Struts picks one of them off and is happy, right? Like, in, but I mean, we can also make Struts, like, somewhat non-lethal as far as it goes, too, right? So I think, like, Struts mostly harasses them. Maybe Struts is already eaten, something like that. Does you know, Struts just want to turn to break the light or something yeah that's because well, it messes up his habitat right i'm more uh, yes but i'm more thinking that this is the we go straight from like one big animal fight into another big animal fight it's like mm -hmm. it's it's kind of the same beat twice in a yeah. row you know so it's just like if if struts is going to it, it but I, I think you're right there, there kind of needs to be like one big last thing to do after you turn on this thing you can't be like and and then you turn on the thing and you win yeah you know a winner is you congratulations yeah so i mean struts would make sense or like it freaks the bats out but um, that I, it struts is good but that means we have to get rid of the snake 
we, we need something else to do that isn't a, an animal fight. Well, um, this isn't quite enough, but like, could turning on the projector be a multi-step mm. process? That's like, not so, bad. Yes. Yeah. So you've got to find the plug, and one one mouse has to find the get the plug plugged in. Someone else has to get there and like screw the bulb in because it's yeah. loose. Uh, someone then you have to hit the switch, which is on the other side. I don't know. Um, no, that's good. If trying to do that, like you have a somewhat complicated task, while things are messing with you, whether you know. You've got the fireflies, you've got the snake, you've got struts. I mean, mm-hmm. throwing it's, all that together could be a pretty interesting encounter. Yeah, no, I, I like that it is It is hard to do, turn, turn the projector on. Yeah, so I, I guess I'm with Kyle. I'm, I'm a little stuck on, do you need to have the snake if turning on the projector is also going to make struts go? go I, I would just like for there to be a little bit of urgency in that encounter. It's just like, I, but I agree. You're, I, I think you're absolutely right, Andy. You kind of, you, we have like the main dish is turning on the projector or, mm-hmm. or changing the light bulb or whatever it is. Uh, but the, there, we need a side dish to kind of like, and, and not as yeah. a, I like the, I like the fireflies and everything, but that's sort of like set dressing. That's not a complication. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, Struts could hear you, you know, moving around up there. What, what if Struts blocks the window once the light comes on? Well, we're trying to think of what we we've already kind of decided that Struts is going to come in once the projector okay. has started okay. and gotcha. cause kinds of problems like that. But now we're trying to think of like, is do we actually? Maybe I'm I'm making a problem where there isn't one, and maybe just turning on the projector is enough, and we just need to move on. I mean, no, they need uh, to get home, but they need some dramatic way. I think they have to get out of the projection booth, and they can't go the way they came, and they have to do it quickly. And I don't know if that's mouse parachutes, or if that's tricking <laughs> struts into taking them, or if that's riding yeah. the bats. But I think there has to be some dramatic escape. Why do they need to get back so quickly? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um. Is there something they could see once they're up there that makes them think they have to get back quickly? Like, wh- what could they see down on the stage from up in the projection room that's like, you know, that, that they couldn't see before all of a sudden it was filled with light? Like, what's the thing? Is the I mean, mirror, like, other kinds of threats. Yeah. I mean, another, I mean, yeah. could a fire start when they switch on the projector? Because the electricity is all 75 years old. Yeah. Um, I mean that's too much, but I'm trying to think of like something threatening that they would have to go move move to a different spot and and yeah, the adventure can't end until it's fixed. Yeah, I mean, I guess like so, if the adventure is to go turn on turn on the projector to scare away the termites, yeah, I mean, like so, I think you you turn on the projector and that that changes everything down below quite a bit, right? So I think. If there are bats, if Struts is out there, I think they're all very confused and very angry <laughs> at that point. Um, yeah, and you can't hang out in the projection room because there's also a snake that you've been trying to dodge. You know, dodge around. So you got to get out. Got to get out and in a way to safety in some way. Um, but I mean, just to interrogate, like, is it a bad thing if it's like you turn on the projector? Good job. <laughs> like, you know, like. What is what is the advantage to the story of of like needing to get back, 
Yeah. I yeah. I don't I don't think they need to get back. I, I think they fight struts and I think I think the 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 puzzle of just how to turn on the projector is enough. But then I think I think the stairs need a little something to them. Because we kind of have yeah. that's sort of like another kind of environmental challenge. So we would we kind of want something going on there. Maybe yeah. a bunch of stick bugs are living on the splintered, you know, uh, <laughs> things. They kind of. Yeah, I mean, I wonder if so if they they turn the projector on and then I think struts then is just sort of harassing the exit from the like the projection window. Yeah. Right. So they sort of have to go back the other way. Yeah. So I think think you're right. Then yeah. Then I guess what is the yeah what has changed between them coming up <laughs> up into the projection room and going back down? Yeah. Maybe there are stick bugs or or what? Maybe the t- so maybe the. I think going up the stairs, maybe that's where the bats were hanging out, and then turning on the projector creates chaos on yeah. the stairs. That's not I mean, bad. they're mice; they don't want to be around chaos, right? So, like, I think that's... Yeah. Uh, so, I... I think probably let's just review and make sure if we're still doing the high road, low road thing. Let's make mm-hmm. sure we kind of have an equal number of encounters on each. Yeah. So, if we have, if we're 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 backstage, then we get to we can either go up or down from backstage yeah um and so the the downward path is uh uh you know you got your you got your flooded basement uh you got your uh thingamajig um (laughs) the seating the seating area right yeah seating area uh seating area and then the concession stands, the stairs, the projector room. That seems mm-hmm. pretty good. Yeah. And then the high road would be you start in the backstage, you go up the curtains, and maybe that's where the organ room is. Oh, uh, I like that. Because that's oh. kind of like up and off to the side. Yeah. And then you have done. the box seats, and then uh, you need one I think one more thing before the projector room, but the projector room's already upstairs. So maybe it's like, I don't know, like a restroom or a mop closet or something. Yeah. Well, I think you, we, um, the manager's office. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think you do. So you go back room. Yeah. Costume room to stage stage to Juliet's balcony. Oh yeah. Across. Yeah. To the, the box seats, you know, catwalk, box seats and then you're into the projection room yeah or maybe the, the organ is right next to the projection room that's the, like your last thing yeah. it's at the back it's not bad uh, yeah i guess i'm thinking the the organ i'm just thinking that's up front though sure on the stage but i guess if you maybe that's the choice it's it's the organ or the flooded basement yeah 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 and then and then it's up or down after that cool okay my sense is that we have enough yeah. Um, I think so. Like, I think so too. and remember our our window for running this is really just like you know two ish hours, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's um, so I I feel like we're getting a little we're having trouble thinking up something extra to like bring yeah. in here at the end. But I don't I don't know. I'm I that doesn't like we've got enough much. to work with yeah. here, and and Chris has always been good about mm-hmm. you know adding bits that occur to him in the intervening time. You know, like I think. I think mm-hmm. we've given Chris more than enough to work. Yeah, with. I think you just yeah. you cut you cut the snake fight, and you 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 have a strut fight, uh, 
and you just don't let him you, you just don't let him deal you don't let them have a final solution to struts even if he shows up earlier because mm-hmm. you ha- you have to kind of you force this encounter once the projection goes on and you're yeah. all set this is a good adventure it is so here's what i'm thinking i'm thinking that if so you, you cut the snake fight i think right so it's complicated for them to turn on the projector and i think it's extra complicated because struts is trying to get in through the projection window yeah Ooh. and i think as soon as the projector goes on struts flies away we kind of fade to black on the jason and the argonauts plane yeah i think i think oh, that's I like that. that's the ending i think that'll stick it well that's enough good, yeah. yes because it's like i think yeah there's nothing really interesting about getting back just make sure you watch some youtube clips of jason and the argonauts because somebody's gonna go eh, what scene is it and you're gonna say it's this. i'm gonna scene. say it's the that is, scene you know it's, it's the it, one that has on. like the, the skeletons right the yeah so down. good it's yeah. uh, i love it's, ray it's harry really yeah I have, that, I have. Wait, wait. I have, does it also have the owl? The mechanical uh, no, owl. That's, oh, um, that's Bubo. Uh, that is Clash of the Titans. Clear thing of Clash of the Titans. Yeah. I mean, that should probably show up. That's not bad. That, I like it. That should that should mirror Strut. Oh, it should be Clash of the Titans. Yes. Bubo Struts. I think. Yeah. yeah I think. Good. Yeah. Yeah. It just like that image like is forced into into Strut's face. Struts flies off, and then you see like larger Struts on. <laughs> on that's so good. Okay. Yeah. No, I think this is awesome. So. I can't believe I forgot about Bubo. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. I think that's good. Does anyone have any like final complication or thought about like what could be in this theater that we should toss in? Oh, it needs a name. Oh yes. Uh, it should be. It should be something really like classic and old sounding, like. Um... Yeah, like the Alistair or <laughs> or something like that, right? Like stuffy and historic yeah. sounding, the Vanderbilt, the Vanderbilt. <laughs> something like that, the yeah. Leonardo. What? Yeah, what could be? I mean, like we kind of just keep leaning into the owl theme too. There's probably something you could do. The Artemis, the yes. Artemis. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's really, that's really good. good. <laughs> Two good ideas in one day. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think you'll find if you check the leaderboard, I've already gotten my thousand in. <laughs> yes. uh, the, the Struts Theater. Okay. All right. Hey guys, this was good. I yes. think we got something good here. Um, yeah, cool. Thank you so much again, guys, for coming on. Uh, really appreciate it. This is always a, a, a pure actual highlight of, of the holiday season for me. So yeah, super appreciate that. And then, um, so for those of you who are listening at home, right, um, we are going to actually run this thing um, on air as well. So you can, uh, I guess I should have mentioned this at the beginning. It's probably too late now, but you can listen to these in, in either order, right? So that, that's sort of the idea is that you maybe listen to the adventure and be like, how did they get to there, right? And you can come back and listen to this. Um, you can show a little bit of that process. Um, so yeah, but anyway, really good. This is not at all what I thought we were going to have when we started this conversation. Yeah, that's why it's fun. fun. Yeah. I know. Yeah, we I almost had an adventure all about the Intercontinental Ant Tour. <laughs> <I know. laughs> we almost did this year, in a fallout shelter. Yeah. Like I, Somebody... that's that's the great that that's the wonderful thing I I love about Mouse Ritter is like you yeah. just think of like a cool place to explore, turn it into a dungeon, put some weird critters in there, throw in a snake fight, you know, <laughs> yeah. throw in some trivia about how fireflies actually behave in a very poetic way, yeah. and you're yeah. all set. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know if if 
one thing comes out of this episode, listeners, someone out there, I need someone out there to go and make the internet intercontinental ant war RPG, please. Yes. (laughs) If if you do, we will run it on the show. Yes. Yes. Become an actual play. Just, just playing that every week. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we we all, we all need to get to bed, but uh, yeah, thank you so much. Um, So I've been Chris Salzman. I've been Andy Rao. I've been John Corey. This is the sound of my voice. Okay, that's Kyle Latino. <laughs> yeah, that, sorry, that doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Can we yeah. can we do plugs or whatever? Yeah, actually, let, let's take a minute. Yeah, do do some plugs. So what yeah, you got yeah, you can, you can if you if you if you are like, oh, what what who who are these two two knuckleheads? John and I have a podcast <laughs> called the Splat Book, which is also a proud part of the Roll Four Topic or the Roll Four Podcast Media Network. I forget Roll what Four it's it Media. Roll Network. Four it Media. Thank you. <laughs> oh, and boy. and uh, you can find us at the thesplatbook.com uh, and you can also find when I have time I, I used to do videos uh, right now I'm doing a book instead um, but uh, uh, you can find videos that I have on YouTube uh, on Mapcro where I talk all about making art and designing games um, and all that good stuff and then yeah I am hard at work in the minds of monstrous yes. uh, building better stories through monsters and uh that is uh that is uh, taking up all of my time and then also recently got announced i am making a map for mcdm uh, oh yeah for, for their that's new right. uh oh, thing yeah. so um that's really exciting i've been hard at work on that uh that's trying to so get that cool. out trying to get them enough of a preview image that they can actually show it on their crowdfunder which yes. launches <laughs> on the 7th so oh it's... wow wait on december 7th or december 7th <laughs> okay. yes like five days from today they they asked yeah. me like uh, like two days ago to do okay. this thing for them and i'm like okay do, do <laughs> they know that do they know that you'll be give, turning in a map of the inter- intercontinental ant war they uh, don't yeah. realize yet that they've they're actually going to get a map of the intercontinental ant war but <laughs> yeah that's the, the, so great i'm i am very happy for you and i hope this means that you will not become too big time to <laughs> To come back next year. To do yeah, this. well, yeah. I wouldn't count your chickens before yeah. they hatch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, can I say the thing about John? That yeah, you say on and where can you follow me? You can follow John in your hearts. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it makes me laugh every time. So. It's so good. It's yeah. so good. All right. Well, um, I think that does it for us. Uh, thanks again for listening. Um, remember, if your players are having fun, you're a great GM. 